I'm a lit kid B. Yodelay, hee hoo. Yodel, yodel, yodelay, hee hoo. Yodel, yodelay, hee hoo. Yodel, yodel, yodelay, hee hoo. Yodeling, yodelay, hee hoo. Sippingling, yodelay, hee hoo. Podcasting, ejaculating in your mom. Yodeling, yodelay, hee hoo. Sippingling, yodelay, hee hoo. Broadcasting, parenting. I'm your stepdad. What the fuck is up? This is the Constant State of Annoyance podcast here. How are you, motherfuckers? It is me, your host, George Blaha. Or as my alter ego is going to be now, Lil Blah. Lil Blah in the motherfucking house, yo. I hope you're all doing well. I hope you're all doing fucking fine. Thank you for clicking on the link or misclicking. I'm really happy that you guys are here. I'm in a really good fucking mood, man. I think I found my thing, dude. I think I found my thing. I'm going to try comedy and I'm going to try rapping. That's what I'm going to do, man. I'm going to be a double fuck up. I'm going to fail in two art forms, dude, but I'm going to try. I'm going to be a try hard. I don't care. I don't care. I'm going to fucking indulge into this character, into the character of Little Blah. This is who I'm going to be. I'm not tough, you know? I've never been in a fight, you know? I don't sip ling, but I'm going to sing about it. I'm going to rhyme about it, you know? I, fuck yeah, dude. I'm going to fucking indulge into this new alter ego, jo- Lil fucking Blah, dude. I'm going to get tattoos on the face. Fuck it. I'm committing, yo. I'm committing to becoming a fucking rapper, dude. A yodeling rapper. You know, I'm going to have the little tear. I'm going to have the little tear, dude. On the next to the eye socket, the little tear. But I want the tear to be yellow, dude. I want the tear to be yellow. A little pissed tear just coming out of my fucking eyes. And I want on my forehead, I want a tattoo that says, I want a tattoo that says Kegel King. That's what I fucking want, dude. I want Kegel King, and then I want the little piss tear on next to my eye socket because I want that to signify. I want that to fucking mean that I'm that my Kegel game is so fucking powerful. That my Kegel game is so over the top, dude. It's black belt. I got a black belt Kegel game. My Kegel game is so badass that piss leaks through my eyes that's what i want man i'm going balls deep dude those are the tattoos that i'm getting that i'm getting that i'm getting dude i swear to god and it, and i also want those tattoos just to have a real excuse to why i can't find a job you know <laughs> you know I, I think i'm gonna get tattoos on my face just to like never have a shitty job you know just to really push myself and, and to commit to doing something artistic because you can't be working at Walmart. You well, in some areas you can, but you can't be working at Walmart with a fucking face tattoo, man. People won't hire you. People won't hire you. And that's great, dude. I want an excuse. <laughs> you know? And it's not because I'm just underqualified on everything. You know, that no one trusts me enough to, you know, be a part of their little operation. But fuck yeah, man. Kegel King. And then on the back, I'm gonna get another tattoo that's gonna say Kegel King's Club, yo. The Kegel Kings Club. It's like kind of like an MRA group, like minus the sexism. You know, just a bunch of men getting together, 
you know, and just like talking and developing our Kegel game together as a pack, dude. Kegel King, Kegel Kings Club, dude. The KKC. Of course, we're not going to go KKK. You know, that's, that's already taken. But the KKC is also going to be like a, it's also going to be a, a hate group, the KKC, dude. Because our Kegel game, we're going to develop our Kegel game so well, dude, that together, dude, we're going to keep that love inside. We're not going to release that love. We're not going to ejaculate. That's where the love comes from, nah. You know, that's where the love comes from. So we're holding that love inside. And we're just going to express our hate. We're going to be stoic, dude. Because once, dude, once that semen comes out, you get all mushy-gushy, dude. You want to cuddle, you know? You want to cuddle. You become a little feminine, dude. Nah, man. We are stoic. We are holding our stance, dude. We're going to be serious all time. We're never going to break character, dude. Kegel King's club, baby. Fuck yeah. And you got to do it, dude. You got to learn how to do Kegels, especially in these turbulent times, dude. You don't want to have a fucking... Like, Corona sucked enough. Do you really want to knock a chick up, dude? Do you really want to knock a chick up? Especially if you live in a place where abortion is illegal. You don't want that to happen, man. Where abortion is outlawed, dude. You know? You know those places like in Alabama where abortions are outlawed, you know? If you want to buy metal coat hangers, you have to, like, sign a paper. If you buy too many metal coat hangers, you know? Like, the FBI starts to investigate you. You know? It's a little suspicious. I don't know. Carl has bought 200 metal coat hangers, and he doesn't own a dry cleaning business. Let's follow that motherfucker. I think that motherfucker is fucking fishing babies out of women, dude. Out of fucking women. He's fishing babies. Making a living out of fishing them babies, them fetuses, dude. They have little tails. They swim around. Well, they don't swim around. They float. Semen swims. Semen swims. You know? But I'm telling you, I would like to become a black belt. A black belt Kegel Meister, dude. A black belt Kegel Meister, fuck yeah, dude. And you become a black belt when your grip, when your mind to your urethra connection is so powerful, dude, that you could seal that bad boy up and I don't, that not even a pre-cum is going to leak out. That's what I want. <laughs> That's the level of control that I would love to have, man. I would be a king, dude. I'd be a fucking king, porn star level, but even better, even better, dude, better. My tongue just gives up sometimes. I don't know why. Even fucking better. You know, I would love for it to have like more fucking control with my dick. Like I would love to be able to like flap the urethra, you know, but like at command, you know, and just like make little voices with my dick, you know, while it's hard, you know. And I could just like flap it around and then like make voices like a fucking ventriloquist. I want to ventriloquist my dick up. Who would like that? Hello, sweet mama. You know, I start making voices and then flapping it, <laughs> synchronizing the flaps with whatever the fuck I'm saying. Whoo! Damn, girl. Dude, damn, girl, while flapping your urethra. Dude, they, you will never be forgotten, dude. <laughs> never be forgotten. So I mean, that's why I want to become a black belt Kegelmeister, dude. But I'd love to learn how to like seal it up. You last longer during sex, plus the condom. You know, you ensure that you're not gonna get someone pregnant. That's important, dude. That's important, especially when they don't want to flush. You know, that little thing down the toilet. You're fucked, dude. You're fucked. Like, what are you gonna do? You know. Like, I just want to seal it up because you don't want one to leak. 
You don't want one prevailing, I will never give up spermatozoid to leak through that urethra, dude. There's always one. There's always one that's just fucking insisting that wants the fucking one, dude. And it fucking swims inside those fallopian tubes, dude. That fallopian metropolis, dude. You know, that fallopian topia, dude. That fallopian utopia. The metro fallopian area. You know, trying to make it in the big, in the big fallopian city, dude. Just swimming in the fallopian city. Going through that fucking triathlon. Because those fucking, like, that's a journey, bro. That's a fucking journey. You know, a spermatozoid just running for its life, swimming, biking, running, you know, then getting to the finish line. That's fucking beautiful, dude. You know, that you were the one to win, dude. Out of all of them, you were the one to win. But sometimes you don't want to win and you don't even know. You don't know what's on the other side. You just go after it. That's a beautiful metaphor for life, man. I look at spermatozoids, dude. I want a fucking poster of like just a bunch of spermatozoids running just to remember where I come from. Remember my roots, you know? Like I I wasn't a spermatozoid that that just sat around, you know? This is this is a spermatozoid inspirational This is a spermatozoid inspirational analogy that I'm making and that, and really it just applies to all of us, dude. Like, like you weren't just some spermatozoid that was just like, <sighs> you know, just sighing, depressed. What if I never make it, man? You know, you're too afraid to train. You're too afraid to get out there, dude. You know, you weren't a spermatozoid that was like, ah, it's just like what? How many of it is us? Like one billion, dude? I have a one to one billion chance to fucking win, dude. And you didn't care. You kept on training. You did laps in those fucking testicles getting stronger day to day. And there was prob- probably like a million, two million doing the same, dude. But you fucking did. You woke up every day early in the morning. That's that little spermatozoid training, training in the balls, dude. Lifting them weights, doing fucking swim ups, you know. Fuck yeah, dude. And you were a survivor, dude. You were a survivor. And you fucking prevailed and you won the race and you did it. But I don't think, I don't think, and I may be wrong, but I think one time I heard that like the first spermatozoid to make it isn't actually the one to win because there's like a little, a light barrier that a couple spermatozoids like bounce off it and it cracks it and then one of them enters. Just like flying, basically, if you think about it. Like you let a couple of people fail first to get like the general idea of how to fly, you know, when they invented the airplanes. You figure out how to fly by looking at the mistakes of others. Like, okay, no, I'm not gonna do that, I'm not gonna do that, you know, until you crack through and you're born and you win. And you win. You're a winner, dude. I know that's hacky, but you gotta remember, dude, when you were a spermatoid, you didn't just sit around being depressed, dude. You fucking did something about it. And we all did. And thanks to that, we're here right now. So fucking do something about your life right now. Do something about it, dude. You know? So you could evolve into the next stage of your life, dude. That that could be whatever the fuck. You're going to be reborn. But be a spermatozoid that fucking breaks through. That fucking breaks through. That gets out of the hood or whatever the fuck. Gets out of your parents' house. You get out of the fallopian tube alive. You know? Because we're in this fallopian tube for... A tiny, tiny fraction of time compared to the, you know, the ginormous amount of time that the fallopian tube was there. We're in this world for a little, just a little time, dude. Just do the best that you can to win the race. And that's beautiful. 
but that's why I do Kegels. So none of my spermatoids have a chance. You know, they all fail. They all fail. But they tried, and that's beautiful. And that's why we're here. <laughs> but I would love that. I would love like an inspiration. Just just a picture of like a spermatoid with like a little sweat droplet, you know? It's just strolling down its little oval-shaped body, just running, dude. Just fucking running. Surviving, dude. Prevailing. That's fucking beautiful, dude. That's what I'm going to do, man. The next time that I, that I feel like a little mo- unmotivated, I'm going to jerk off, dude. I'm going to jerk off. I'm going to jerk off on the table, directly on the table, dude. I'm just going to like take a magnifying glass. I'm not going to buy a, a little mi- a microscope. Those are too expensive. I'm going to buy a magnifying glass and just try to look at them and be like, yeah. Never give up, dude. Never give up. Give up. Just, 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 just watch all those spermatoids panicking, panicking because they don't know. Like this isn't a fallopian tube. This is a table. Just panicking, dude. But still, going after it, swimming. That's inspirational, dude. That's really beautiful. I carry that in my balls. I carry that in my balls. I carry potential in my balls, and that's why I don't jerk off. I think I've talked about this before. I don't jerk off, and it's because that it's just I'm just full of potential, dude. You know, the more dense the potential population population becomes in my balls, you know, the more I go after my dreams. So <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I don't know. I've talked about this. It's probably a placebo effect and I don't care, dude. I don't care. What else was I going to talk about? But yeah, dude, I'm trying to become a rapper. I think that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> That'd be so ridiculous if I actually like tattoo my face and fuck up my life. <laughs> Just just spiral down, dude, into nothingness. <laughs> but hey, that's trying, right? That's actual trying. You know, doing laps in the balls, you know, getting facial tattoos, committing, releasing that first mixtape. <laughs> that's what it's all about. Even if it seems ridiculous, dude. Even if it seems ridiculous. Because you really think about it. Like, yeah, there's like a million spermatoids like doing laps and practicing, but there's like a couple of like... There's a couple of other million that are just like chilling out. They're doing nothing, dude. They're fucking just like, why even try? Like they're giving up. Fuck that, dude. Fuck that. Get that face tattoo. Spice up life a little bit. You know what I mean? Just spice it up. Spice it up. Make it nice and salty. Make it interesting, dude. Make it interesting. But yeah, dude, like as you can see, I've committed to the character of like a struggling rapper. I have the duct taped together headphones right now duct taped together dude they're duck they fucking snapped on me they snapped on me and i duct taped them together and i'm still gonna wear them dude because i'm trying to live into the character dude i'm trying to ease into this character that has you know little resources but he's still going after his fucking dreams that's 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 the character that i'm trying to become right now i have that dude i also have the sagged pants the sagged hip-hop pants I'm not wearing briefs. I'm wearing boxers. Why the fuck does? Why the fuck is it that everybody that that has sagged pants also has boxers? Not boxer briefs, just boxers, dude. It's just so gross, dude. It's so like, why are you doing this? I understand that that you have sagged pants because your dope fiend uncle stole all of your belts last night. Like that's a good excuse to have sagged pants. Like, I wouldn't mind sagged pants if there was, like, a sad story behind them. <laughs> you know, my uncle stole all of my belts to do dope, dude. <laughs> and, you know, today I woke up with no belts, man. No belts. My uncle, my mom, and my other uncle, and my dad, 
used all my belts to get doped out, locked themselves in the room, and they're doped out in the room as we speak. That's why I don't have a belt, sir, you know? That's a good excuse. That's 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 a reasonable excuse to have sagged pants, dude. But it's like a fashion statement or whatever the fuck. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. What's so sexy about, like, showing your flat ass, your, your, your dirty boxers to the world? It's just gross, dude. It's fucking disgusting. Like, the only way that I could think that having sagged pants is special, is sexy... Is that you're trying to show people that, yeah, you know, I bought these pants a little bit bigger than what they're supposed to be. And I'm holding up my pants with my big fat cock. Like if that's the fucking, if that's what you're going for, if that's what you're trying to do, I mean, I get it. Just wear a belt, dude. Even even better. I think it's better to go skinny jeans and just show a little, just show a little meat. Just show a little meat, dude. A little fucking camel tail. I know I, I didn't invent that. That Yep, that was said in super bad. But just a little, dude, just a little, just a little manto, dude. Fuck it. Show your package, dude. We need a cleavage. We need to sex it up, dude. We need to fucking bring nipples back. If we could make, like, you know, nipples poked through a shirt sexy in men, I think I would like that, dude. I think I would like that, you know? I would fucking, before hanging out, dude, we would all have, like, ice cubes in our pockets, dude, or just, <laughs> you know? Or we would go to restaurants and ask for ice cubes, excuse ourselves to the bathroom, you know? Put the ice cube, you rub it around your nipple just to get it nice and hard, dude. We have these, like, very thin cloth shirts. I would love for this to be, you know, male fashion, you know, it's, and, and we consider it masculine to have, like, poked nipples through your shirt fuck yeah I'd be down for that you know while your date comes to the fucking table you're waiting for her you're just rubbing ice cubes on your nipples you you, you pat it down because you want to wet your shirt That that's gross that's gross but you like pat it down you put your shirt down your thin fucking fabric type shirt down your nipples are sticking out bro they're sticking out dude your date arrives She's mesmerized with your nipples. We got to do that, man. I would love to be able to like, you know, just show off my nipples. Not by piercing them, but like by other means, you know. <laughs> Let's bring back nipples, but for men. Well, I don't think they, they ever came, so we're not bringing it back. We're bringing it, dude, for the first time. We're going to be the pioneers, dude. Pioneers. I said that in a very weird manner. But we're going to be the pioneers of nipples, dude. Fuck yeah masculine, hard nipples. We got to bring that, dude. We got to bring it up. Why do I have them? Like, literally, I don't, I, I have nipples, but why do I have them? You know, they don't produce any milk. They're just an unnecessary accessory, you know, that I just want to, I, I need to do something with my nipples, man. We got to try something. We got to do something, you know? <laughs> we gotta stop sagging our pants, dude. We really do. Unless if you have a sad excuse behind it. But there was a big scandal in Puerto Rico. I want to talk about this. And just come unprepared rambling, rapping and rambling. You know, the two raps. Rap and rob. Rapping and rambling. Nah, there was a big fucking scandal. There's this place in Condado that I've, I've been there once. It's this Latin place called Latin Star. So, it's a, so there's this restaurant called Latin Star. And... 
I got to say, I've been there. It's this place that's, it's this 24-hour place that has a big menu. It's a 24-hour place that has a ginormous menu. So, right out of the bat, you know that the food, like you could, if you're smart enough, if you're conscious about where you're stepping into, you know that the restaurant's not going to have the freshest food, which is fine. I'm not complaining because I understand they're open 24 hours. They have a huge menu. There's no way that all of that meat is fresh, you know? Yes, I understand that the rice may be four days old. I, I, I get it. I get it. If you want to have a profit, you can't have like fresh rice on a daily basis. Nah, dude, you fucking, you know, you cook the rice one time, you leave it up to five days and then you throw it out. Reasonable. It may be pretty gross to some of you, but that's how these places operate, especially if it's 20 That's why I only trust like 24-7 fast foods because, you know, they have like these, they have like these frozen patties, you know, they're frozen, you know, they could take a beating, they could last a little long, but they're frozen, they're frozen meats, 24-7 Burger Kings, all for it, 24-7 White Castles, please bring one to Puerto Rico, you know, please, please. If you're not going to make us a state and you're just going to keep us as a colony, bring a white castle. Like, can we fucking, can we close down a couple of Burger Kings, dude? Just bring like a white castle, bring an Arby. We don't need to be a Burger King nation, dude. Burger King rules Puerto Rico and I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. You know, if we're going to keep on just, you know not promoting local Puerto Rican businesses. Can we just have more American variety, you know? If we're already fucked, can you at least bring in Arby's, you know? Can we at least have a Sonic? At least. Can we bring back Baja Blast Mountain Dew, you know? If you're gonna be a colony, if you're gonna be a fucking colony, at least fucking help us out. But there's this place called Latin Star, and there's this huge scandal that broke down because so apparently... They were checking out restaurants to see if they were obeying, like, the whole social distancing rules, you know? If they had little markers so, like, the, you know, so the clients know that they're six feet apart. If the tables were six feet apart, or apparently Latin Star is 24-7, you know, um, just Puerto Rican food restaurant, basically, you know, typical Puerto Rican food 24-7, they weren't abiding by these social distancing rules, so by them not doing that, they decided to inspect the whole thing, they wanted to inspect the kitchen, they wanted to inspect it all, because if they're not obeying these rules, what what other rules are they not obeying? You know, it's basically like if you're stopped by the cops and they find a joint in your car, then they want to check all the the whole car, dude, if you incriminate yourself. And they incriminated themselves by not obeying social distancing rules for their clients. They fucked up. So that happened and they went into the kitchen and they opened a couple of refrigerators and there's some pretty... Interesting footage that came out of this, and I'm going to show it right here on the fucking podcast. If you're watching it, obviously, on YouTube. If you're not, just Google 
I'll leave the links in the description and in the podcast notes, but judge for yourself. So yeah, there are these fucking videos, and this is their refrigerator, dude. Thank God that they opened that refrigerator when the person that lived there was out asking for money. Thank God, you know, just begging for change with a Latin star cup. I don't think they have cups, but just in case, dude, you know, just begging for fucking change, dude. <laughs> he wasn't living in his apartment. <laughs> because that honestly looks like an episode of Hoarders, bro. That looks like an episode of Hoarders, dude. You know, could you imagine if, like, the guy that lives there was, like, walking back to his refrigerator apartment, you know? He's feeling like he's on top of the world. Like, dude, I have this great apartment, this small studio apartment with AC, with a very chilling AC. I could nod off on a heroin there. Fuck yeah. I'd have unlimited spoons, dude. If I lose a spoon, I got another one. Free food, you know? <laughs> just some guy living there. <laughs> and he just comes he comes back while they are inspecting. Well, I, what, what organization inspected this? I don't know. I don't know what an organization exactly inspected it, inspected it, but it's like, you know, like health, one of these health food governmental organizations, you know, and while they were poking into the refrigerator, just the guy that lives there just walks, just, 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 just walks in, just walks into the scene like, hey, what, what the fuck are you doing into my apartment, dude? And he has a gun for some reason, a homeless person has a gun and he shoots, dude, he shoots. You know, he uses his Second Amendment right on, on these governmental health inspector employees. <laughs> you know? He starts chanting for the Second Amendment, dude. <laughs> I was defending my property, Your Honor. <laughs> Thank God, dude. It looks like an episode of Hoarders. It's gross. Like, the images are fucking chilling dude the images are fucking scary there are just like buckets with meat inside of it with meat that i'm not even sure what meat it is there's like dirty buckets filled with rice it has no fucking you know there's nothing covering the buckets just open buckets and just food piled one on top of another because of course there's food piled one on top of another in latin star it's a 24-hour restaurant with a big menu. That's what happens. With, that's why I don't trust places that are not like specialized in one thing. Because they have too many ingredients that obviously aren't fucking fresh, dude. Or, I mean, whatever. I'll eat wherever I'll eat. I've ate, I've eaten at Latin Star one time. You know, because you're drunk in Condado. So you go there. You have an extra. You have a couple of extra bucks. You want to eat some mofongo, dude? Yeah. I ate there once. But I survived, dude. I survived. I ate there once. I survived. That should be a fucking t-shirt, dude. I ate at Latin Star and survived, dude. Sell that thing locally, dude. Fuck yeah. But it's just... Just so gross. At least they have the rice in a bucket, you know? I mean, sure, yeah, the bucket probably at one point in time had paint inside of it filled to the brim with white paint, you know? Maybe, you know, that bucket was once used to mix cement. Maybe. But you know what? Reduce, reuse, recycle. I'm down for that. 
Aren't we supposed to like reduce, reuse, recycle, save the planet? That's what was happening at Latin Star, dude. Sure, the buckets look dirty, but they never threw them out. They reused them. They reuse fucking paint buckets <laughs> to store meats and rice. You you can see the kitchen. The kitchen's pretty gross. It's on. I I can't defend that. I can't. Just the floor, dude. Just the floor. It looks like a place like the kitchen in Latin Star looks like a place where the Puerto Rican mob goes to torture their rivals. That's what it looks like. <laughs> it's so gross, dude. It looks like an abandoned kitchen. I I shit you not, dude. I shit you not. It looks like a fucking earthquake just happened. It's yeah, that's unacceptable. Whatever the fuck's going in that kitchen. That's yeah, you fucked up, bro. You fucked up. And then there's like crates with like vegetables and shit inside of it. Just disgusting, dude. A sack of potatoes on the on that dirty kitchen floor. It's just yeah, that those are unex I don't even know how you cook there, dude. Like honestly, like how do you operate there and you're like whatever, man. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try. You know? <laughs> you know? And the problem is that the plates in Latin Star, like, it could range up to, like, you could you could buy a $15 plate. You could buy a $15 plate of food in Latin Star, you know? But it's like this dirty kitchen. If you really think about it, you know? If I if I let the tinfoil crackle in my mind, if I let the tinfoil crackle in my mind, Mind, I would dare to say that Latin Star is a CIA initiative to reduce the numbers of Puerto Ricans, dude. Because it's a it's a known restaurant, you know? Some guy that owns a couple properties, some Puerto Rican, you know, that owns a couple properties in his land, in his motherland, dude. He owns a couple properties, nice properties here or there, you know? He eats at Latin Star. It's a CIA operation. They know people. They know who owns what. You know? And if that guy goes to Latin Star, they they scoop out of the dirty bucket. They scoop out of the, out of the dirty bucket to knock that guy off this plane of existence, dude. Just to whack him off. And not as a masseuse. To whack him off as in killing him, dude. We poison this guy, this guy dies, and they buy up all the properties, dude. They sell the properties to fucking, you know, to rich Americans, and they're trying to buy off Puerto Rico. That's what's happening. Hey, I don't know. Maybe it is a CIA operation where they're trying to poison Puerto Ricans and buy up all the property. That's what's happening at Latin Star, bro. That's what. Ha- that's what's happening in Latin Star, dude. You, what, what do you think? It's just irresponsible people, just people that are just dirty and hoarders. You know, they have hoarder-like. <laughs> you know, they have hoarder-like. They have a hoarder-like mentality. They act like hoarders. Like, come on, man, come on. And if you keep on looking at fucking pictures, dude, if you keep on looking at pictures, there's one, there's one part of the video where there's a rat, dude. There's a rat, but that's not a. There's a rat inside. I shit you not. There's a rat inside a refrigerator, dude, just cooling off. Just he ate a little bit of rice and he's just napping it off, dude. And is that a refrigerator? I'm not sure. I don't want to talk shit. No, it's not a refrigerator. 
but there's like meat that's not in a refrigerator, rice that's not in a refrigerator, or is that a refrigerator? Oh man, that's a refrigerator, dude. There's this fresh napping rat just living the life, dude, just cooling off. Maybe, maybe Lat and Star really cares about that vermin life, dude. They care about our Puerto Rican rodents. They are mammals too. I'm a mammal. Rats are mammals, right? Are they? Yeah, rats are mammals. What a dumb question. Man, everyone listening to this podcast has to be like, man, you lost all of your credibility right now. Rats, mammals. That's all I'm going to Google. Let's see. Rats are mammals. Boom. Rats are mammals. You know, I care about my fellow mammal. Now, if we're talking about birds, dude, fuck a bird. I don't trust birds. I don't trust animals that, that just have feet and then they just have wings. Just, just bird bird feet. They freak me out, man. They freak me out, dude. That's why I like eating chicken, dude. I like eating chicken. I want to eat more rare birds. I don't like birds. I really don't like birds. I don't like the flight advantage, dude. Once birds become conscious, we're all fucked, dude. Once once birds become just conscious and smart beings, we are all fucked. Not happening. Not happening. Not while I'm alive. I'm going to eat all the, all those chickens and all them rare fucking birds, dude. But this is like a rat sanctuary, dude. Imagine being a rat in a tropical island, dude. You're always hot, you know. You're in the literal rat race eating cheese behind a pizzeria of a dumpster because that's all that rats eat. Yeah, why are you all freaking out, dude? There's no, like, main dishes in Latin Star that has cheese. Rats only eat cheese, you know? Why would cartoons fucking lie? Rats only eat cheese. Although they probably sell like queso frito and Latin star. But still, you know, you put that on a high shelf. You put a little traps around around a rat and they will understand the sentiment. Okay, I'm not going to cross this restricted area. And they would let the rats take naps in the refrigerator so they could cool off in this hot tropican weather. For free, because they cared about rats, they care about the environment, they care about animals, you know, and they care about bringing the population down. Fuck it, dude. You keep a you keep a napping rat next to buckets of rice that you're gonna serve to the public. Fuck yeah, dude. We bring the population down, dude. If you can't handle a little bit of, you know, a little bit of napping rat breath lingering on your rice, dude. Like, you don't, you don't have the immune system to survive our day-to-day. Stop procreating with people that have weak immune systems, you know? Take them to Latin Star and see if they're worthy. That's what I say. <laughs> I can't believe they closed Latin Star. It's sad because we all knew that the food there was gross, dude. We all knew. So if you had an unwanted, unwantedly pregnant girlfriend, you would take her to Latin Star and that baby would become a stillborn. It would cannonball out of her pussy dead, dude. Dead. And we all knew this. And abortion is going to become illegal in Puerto Rico, so that was the fucking game. All men knew this, dude. We're all fucked now. We're all fucked now. There's no escape button as a guy that got a chick pregnant. There's no escape button anymore, dude. They got our place. They figured it out. We're fucked as men, dude. As men, now we're going to have to suck it up. (laughs) We got to suck it up or fish it out, dude. Fish it out or maybe like buy fucking abortion pills in the dark web, (laughs) you know? Or maybe you could like hook up 
if you're an engineer, you could like hook up your vacuum cleaner with your blender. You figure out a way to combine them. I mean, I don't know how abortions work, you know. All I know is like the pill. All I know is like the, you know, you fish it out with a fucking coat hanger. Or, you know, just like the vacuum, but I don't know how the vacuum works, so. <laughs> that is so sad. They figured it out, man. That's why I'm telling you, be, learn Kegels. Become a black belt Kegel meister. Because they're coming for your rights to get an abortion. They closed Latin Star. You know, they outlawed abortion. Fucking stock up. Stock up. Stock up on coat hangers. And get your Kegel game on because we're fucked. Anyways, let me look for the inspirational quote of the week. But anyways, I have a segment on this podcast where I say an inspirational quote. I love inspirational quotes. They really help me get through my week. And the inspirational quote of the week is... By failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail. Benjamin Franklin, dude, that guy, dude, that guy did so many, so much stuff that I am not aware of, that I do not, that I'm not 100% sure, and Benjamin Franklin did so much that he's now on the $100 bill, why will that guy lie, okay, that guy knows what the fuck he's talking about, I'm telling you, stock up on coat hangers, dude, stock up on coat hangers, and fucking... If you could, dude, just steal, just break into Latin Star, steal a bucket of that tainted rice, dude. Because if you get your girl pregnant, dude, and abortion is outlawed, man, I'm telling you, you would have wished that you prepared. But anyways, motherfuckers, that was the podcast. I really love you guys. Thank you for fucking listening. I love doing this, dude. Again, all of you. Just like spermazoids, never give up on your dreams. And thank you for listening to this podcast. I'll keep you motherfuckers posted. If you're not following me on Facebook, please follow me on social media. Follow me on Facebook and on Instagram. All the information is on the episode notes or the description. But anyways, I'll keep you motherfuckers posted. I love you guys. Thank you for listening to the end. Peace the fuck out. Yodole hee-hoo. Yodo yodo yodole hee-hoo. Yodole hee-hoo. Yodo yodo yodole hee-hoo. Yodeling. Sipping ling. Podcasting. Ejaculating in your mom yodeling. Broadcasting. <laughs> <laughs>